Hello, beautiful people. Really quick before we get started, I wanted to remind you that the Original Cast now has a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash originalcastpod if you'd care to support us. There are a few tiers of patronage, but they all come with access to our bonus monthly podcast, The Original Cast at the Movies. Our pilot episode on Moulin Rouge is available now on this feed so you can sample before you buy. New patron-only episodes of The Original Cast at the Movies will be released on the 27th of each month. I'm still working on finalizing our January episode, but as soon as the booking is official, I'll let you know. Again, patreon.com slash originalcastpod. All right, here's the show. Whenever my world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart. Whatever the form of the storm that may brew, not with you to lean on, darlings, you. Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. When Jimmy Mavrikas was here discussing Rent, we took a couple jumps into the movie version of the Pulitzer Prize-winning landmark musical. I cut them for time from his episode, and I'm now pleased to bring them here to you for this week's intermission. We join the conversation already in progress. And I wonder how much of it is the movie, the poorness of the movie. Mm -hmm. Because the movie being directed in a kind of unimaginative way totally. or when it's, I mean, it has that big set piece of like everybody burning their leases and throwing it out the window, which is super, like it looks nice. Mm-hmm. These people are freezing to death and they're lighting right. stuff on fire and then throwing it out the window. Like, no, you put it in a trash can in the room and you huddle around it like that. That would have been more effective to me. It's also straight out of La Boheme. There's a scene in La Boheme where they burn their paintings for warmth, oh, gotcha. just like, and they burn the screenplays and posters, mm-hmm. which isn't, quibble quick quibble isn't the same thing like i mean a, a writer burning his screenplays is one thing a musician burning his posters yeah like you want him to burn his music right, right. you want him to burn the stuff he was writing like that's the that's the equivalent but in any event whatever um that's such a minor point and it, it just so i wonder if the, how much of my dislike of it is that the movie highlighted these things for me also, the fact that the movie—I—I I, I sort of applaud the effort of casting the original cast in the movie, who are, are far too old oh, to play God, those parts. Yes. <laughs> At that point, they don't look—I got to say—they don't look like, especially Tay Diggs. I think Tay Diggs and Jesse L. Martin I, I practically haven't aged. I don't think, but like uh, Adam Pascal oh, is not in his twenties in in the in the film. He's just—he's just plain not and. It, it's it really it's funny that how, when you do stuff like that how much it highlights these little flaws that the script has and I really yeah. don't know I, I kind of am unable to divorce myself of the fact of how much I don't know if what I'm not enjoying is based on the text or if it's based on the film I'm kind of a, it's, uh, I'm sort of unable to divorce them and it's funny to me that you started with the film. Yeah. Now, obviously it's 16 so you're much more wrapped up in the music like i had knew the music i went into the movie mm-hmm. and kind of just went this is gonna be great and then came out going that was that was that was awful um so i'm very interested in that I, like the movie kind of drawing you in was it the soundtrack you then listened to after that or was it the the broadway show I, or was it kind of both um both but you know it being my first mm-hmm. experience with anything like it i went right to the movie soundtrack and was like man this original broadway cast is terrible (laughs) i don't like these extra songs i don't like you know but i mean now i look back and i'm like oh some of that is sort of necessary and Mm -hmm. sort of missed from the movie and 
it's much more, I don't know, real in the show, even though it's not real at all. It's certainly less polished. Like, I do feel yeah. the movie has a, and this is a Chris Columbus thing to me, has a sheen hmm. on it. And it kind of like, all the pictures look great. You know, they look really nice. Yeah. But when you have Collins and Angel skipping down Central Park West singing I'll Cover You or whatever, wherever they are in the city, it doesn't. Because they're not in Alphabet City, because all of the there's no right. subway in Alphabet City, and there's constant subways in that movie. The, it feels very music video-y, hmm. whereas on stage it felt a lot more like there's two people in the middle of a circumstance where they are not in control. Like it doesn't feel romantic comedy on the stage. It no. feels very like two people in crappy situations have found each other and that's glorious. Whereas in the movie, it feels a lot more like, it's like when Harry met Sally. Like they're just kind of walking down the street, skipping and singing their yeah. song. And it just feels 100% wrong to me mm-hmm. for these two characters to be, now I don't know how you'd film it and nobody asked me, but it just doesn't, it doesn't feel right in that moment. And I kind of wonder also how much of that is the fact that the show is not, is not finished. No. What are the moments that you go, like that really ring true, truest to you? Where um, Mimi is singing goodbye love mm-hmm. to Roger. I think that's where she's like, I goodbye because I'm going to die and I'm going to let myself die if you go. And right. this is my desperate call for you. But goodbye mm-hmm. and he's like i can't go through this again mm-hmm. i have to leave which kind of really sucks it does really suck <laughs> um <laughs> but he goes and then of course he comes back right when she's leaving but that right. moment right there where it's like this is where and i think it's cut from the movie yeah that which, the movie makes some really stupid uh, cuts like uh, some really their cuts made purely for time, and it was clear. I, it feels to me like whoever was making these decisions was like, "Well, that song's not one. Like we can't. There's like there's these things we can't cut. Right. Everything else we can because like the things we can't cut are the memorable dance moments or songs or something. Mm-hmm. Everything else is on the table, and they really does feel like they started like just yanking stuff out of this thing, and it in a very haphazard way. Totally. I mean his whole journey of going in the movie i think is uh, what you own with yeah. mark and i f- and i feel like well who cares you know right it is really that is the that is the one like book moment on the show where it's like he goes to santa fe and then comes right, right back, back and it doesn't quite feel on stage it works because it's like you never he never really leaves mm-hmm. you know what I mean? you almost can go you could almost stage it in a way where he like gets in the car and then gets right out of the car. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can kind of work. But in the movie, he we literally see him go. So there's guitar. that really weird shot yeah. where he stands on the like bluff in New Mexico. This yeah. gorgeous <laughs> like scenic panoramic view with his hair in the wind. It looks like a truck ad, you know? And it's just like, what is ha- like what movie yeah. am I watching right now? Like it doesn't it doesn't feel real. Whereas on stage, right. whatever yeah, he that. like he's there and marks on the and they're kind of also singing to each other, and they're singing each other's. That's a song that I have to say like as as I listen to the show more. That's a song I really like. That's great. Uh, yeah, that's a fun song to to get to. It's a it's a nice character moment for those two characters to kind of be alone, but 
inexorably awesome. linked. Yeah. Yes. And fight and fight each other really, really hard. And and then it comes back, you know. And the problem is, like, the thing we want to see, which is Roger searching for Mimi, we right, don't see. Happen. We just have the, the reprise of the line. He's like, I tried to find her. And I'm like, well, God, I really wanted to see that, man. I'd love to have seen you yeah, try. That would have been... Uh... <laughs> it would have been great. I know we're at, like, two and a half hours, so, like, you, yeah. you can't. But that would have been cool. The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Jimmy Mavrikas for coming down and talking to me today. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs>